And here we are to record our final episode of season one of What Now on the Threshold of Life, Death, and Grief. I'm Julie Brown, here with my friends and colleagues. David Kennedy. And Red Keating. And here we are, guys, recording our last episode. We came into season one thinking we might record, I don't know, maybe eight episodes and like 20-ish later, or Hmm. however many later, here we are (laughs) wrapping up. We got carried away. And we're still friends. And we're still friends. (laughs) We still like each other. I like you guys still. Feelings mutual. I think, uh, and we've covered a lot of ground. We, you know, I think for me, when we first started, we thought, well, we'll talk about grief. And I don't know if we had a clear idea of the breadth of stuff that we would be um, talking. And we certain, at least I didn't necessarily have a sense of the the incredible um, people that we've been able to include in this as guests. I mean, that 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 to me, I've really enjoyed having that um, wonderful input by by others into this. Yeah. So who stands like let's so we just thought we would make this last. It, this will be a short episode, but just kind of talking, pulling out some of the themes, the highlights that stand out for us. Let's just talk a little bit about some of the guests that we had. Well, they, they were the highlight because you know, it's, it's so much fun to meet people and hear other people's ideas. And I mean, we've had I, we had a lot of response um, and feedback with our episode with Dr. Dasani. Um, <clears throat> I think maybe because in, in our neck of the woods and probably in all necks of the woods, um, those who are without shelter and homes um, are 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 are. are uh, rising to the surface is a real social issue um and and his work of 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 offering palliative care those on the street i think sort of really struck a chord here uh, in peterborough so that and, and they have, they're such wonderful speakers i mean i stumble uh, all through everything and they just are eloquent mm. <laughs> i like listening to them speak right. and wonderful people i mean it and yeah. that's even even the latest one that that will come out in season 2 you know, you you read as a for these others. You read their books. Blair Bingham was another one that I think resonated um, a great deal, and we got a lot of feedback on. But you know, you read their books, and then you get a chance to hear them, and and I think that that's such a wonderful gift um, to be able to hear their heart uh, because you you get a sense of who they are, not just by how you're reading their book, but listening to them talk about things. And uh, <clears throat> I, I was taken with with both uh, Dr. Nassani and, and with Dr. Bingham on their, um, on their, their, their willingness to be human and vulnerable and to be uh, open with their own lives and their own experiences and even some of their own challenges uh, i just appreciated that openness with them with all of our guests actually yeah i was just so- thinking about that theme of dr dasani dr bigham dr caitlin wilson dr john beamish this running like a stream through all those episodes of their like deep sense of like humanity mm-hmm. and compassion and like love for love like that word was used love for patients and families in our communities and um i just had so many of these moments where we were interviewing them where it was just it felt like such deep privileged work just to sit and listen 
um, to the work they've done and continue to do in their communities. Yeah, I don't think that shouldn't be a surprise, but it is how easy they were to talk to and how much they, as you guys said, how much they shared um, and that they were genuinely nice people mm-hmm. and seemed to enjoy the experience. Like they seemed to be having fun, uh, mm-hmm. which was nice to see too. It didn't feel like work. It felt mm-hmm. like just really having a conversation with a really, really intelligent, well-spoken person who was willing to share all that they had with, with anyone who would listen. Um, and, and it did feel like an honor. Like what, why are we getting to speak to all these great people? As we, you know, what a what an the other honor. the other piece I appreciated in this first series was the opportunity to give voice and discussion to things that we don't normally talk about. So I'm thinking of ambiguous loss, for instance, and the the opportunity to to name it and to explore it and to to really um, allow it to be present without judgment and say, you know, no, this is, we all, we experience this and this is real. So there, again, for those opportunities to, um, to be able to, to, to put um, names and discussion and voice to some of these things that we experience, because where else do we go to hear that? Where else do we get a chance to talk about those things? So again, for me, that was, that was one of the highlights. For me, a theme running through all of our episodes was um, this idea of giving space. That's so core to this work, whether it's in palliative medicine, whether it's in the medical assistance and dying, the homeless people, our grief experiences, is like we need to give our human experiences space permission to be as we are, permission to allow others to be as they are. And that was a theme that just kept coming up over and over. Like, how do we support people? We let them, we give them space, right? How do we support ourselves in grief or when we're dealing with a new diagnosis or supporting a caregiver? We give them space, right? We allow people to be as they are, that we don't have to come show up in these shiny, happy, optimistic ways, unless that is how we are in the moment, but that we just make room and space for the whole human experience. And that felt like a theme that showed up in every single one of our episodes. And I know you won't say this, Julie, but another episode that got a lot of uh, feedback and a lot of people saying, I just listened to this and it was your episode where you shared your story. Um, I know that it's one of the most recent ones, but it's also, it has had a lot of people come up to me and say, I just listened to that. And wow, uh, lots of compliments toward you for sharing and and taking that risk. But uh, people really appreciated that sort of um, perspective of of someone who's been through the experience um, and and how um, you were allowed, you allowed the space for uh, the experience to be incredibly traumatic and and stressful and scary at the same time it being full of love and support and companionship and and sort of humanity so uh, that that was uh, certainly a highlight that that uh, was great to be a part of but to hear other people also uh say that they've listened to it and it, it meant something to them too or they that it, you know it rang true for them uh mm-hmm. was nice i think that's the other thing that we're doing it's that reaching people that you would never maybe reach, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird thing 
you know, I always say, oh, we, we, we sit around a couple of microphones and talk and then send it out and you never know. It, it, hearing from who's listening to it from strange places and places you might not have ever expected. And it's like, well, that's neat to be that, that it as a, it as a vehicle uh, reaches more people than we could reach on our own individually. And I think that's, that's a key that it's, it's something that, that can be there and people can embrace it and, and I and we don't know which which episode or what word in that episode is going to have a particular meaning for people. But uh, I'm thankful for even you know even the tough stuff like you know that one we did on the value of vigil. Well, you know no, nobody likes to imagine that process, and yet can we have a discussion about it? Can we can we um, talk about there's even the title? There's actually value that we can find in the midst of that. So. Um, I'm I'm grateful that we've been able to do that. What are some things maybe um, those listening would like to hear from us about maybe what have we learned or how has it impacted us doing doing this? Like, let's just let us speak a bit personally. I, I think it always comes out from the other. I, I wonder what it's going to where it's going to go because it, it's pretty loose um there are those ones where you go Ugh, i wish i hadn't said that i i don't know if my contributions were, were all that good but you know, the, the nice part about that is it's okay because that's just one episode it was one maybe it's comment or statement that it was you know you're not sure if you came out with that the right way you the way you wanted to say it um but that you just keep working and that because you know as you said we were going to maybe do eight or ten and i think we did end up with about 17 um and i think we just got working and working and which is like just keep 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 pumping and moving forward and and yeah i think as we got more comfortable maybe we got more relaxed you know i'm hoping that they get sounding better i think about when the first ones we did when we were just sitting in a room at hospital saying we should be recording these conversations and we had those little microphones and and we put them on youtube and 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 I guess that's another thing, the support of hospice to do this has been a, a, a wonderful thing to, to support this work that we're doing. Um, so I think that's that's what I've learned from it, just keep doing it, keep working and you, you get better and, and how much I've learned myself from doing it. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, our guests have been wonderful, our topics, you know, to hear, to hear things framed differently, but it might be the same message, but framed differently gives you that other perspective and now I'm talking too much, but for me I, i've really enjoyed that i've loved listening to you guys and, and how you frame things i think for me too it's been a a journey of recognizing that this is not mm, something that just touches a few people but this is something that all of us experience at some point in our life and and i think that universality of our humanness um is an important place to be in. I, 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 on a personal level, it has, it has helped me to recognize that. No, this isn't. This isn't a niche in in life. This is part of life, and it's a, it, it touches so many people. And and because people, we don't do a good job generally in our culture of allowing people to be you know, in mourning or in grief, that that often people try to hide <clears throat> those pieces. And I think giving them permission to be okay with that as a normal experience 
is also helpful for me to realize to be that that I need to be open that way too, and to recognize not not to push it aside, but to to see it as a normal aspect of living. Yeah, I, our com- our common humanity. Common humanity. Like we're all more alike than we are different. Isn't that true? Yeah. And and I think that that would be true. I mean, these same topics can go worldwide, really. I mean, it's it are things that people in every culture experience. They'll experience it differently, but the basis of it is there. And and I I think um, you know it's a it's it's kind of fun for us to be able to do this and just and I and I like you read. I have so much appreciation for both of you and it and the I love the way we can connect and we all think about things um uh, in a lot of ways similar but in many ways we come at them different too which is which is wonderful and uh I just think it's great so yeah I was just gonna say you know this to me is just yet another time in my life where I learned that you know, trust the process, right? Like we, we move into these conversations, people ask me, you know, if we um, script these, which we don't, we do some very, you know, we often do research in the background, but we, we come into them there. It's very loose. And part of this is, you know, we trust each other. We trust the process. We trust that it'll go where it needs to go. As Red said, if we make a mistake and we trust that we can get back on and, and and away we go and so um that's been part of the learning for me i have been in awe of just you know our guest speakers and the some of the conversations we've had and just as a little like teaser um i'm pretty darn excited about what's coming we've already recorded two uh um of our episodes that will be airing airing um in the fall and we've got a couple more we're recording this summer and so we're gonna move into the uh fall for season two in a position of strength hopefully having some in the bank and um you know uh they're pretty exciting speakers Mm -hmm. yeah a little (laughs) i don't know little story a shout out to john beamish who has been a guest three times um he was he joined us for our little youtube uh, experiment uh, and then I don't know if we said it, but I'm sure we might have, but that you know, the second time we had him on, the recording didn't work. And so he graciously came back a third time for uh, a recording. And um, I, we haven't had another guest have to do that, but it was it was nice that he just kept that he believed in it, too. You know, um, that, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And he would offer that you know, pretty valuable time for him to come and spend that with us. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. Me too. And thank you for a great season one. And let's just give a shout out to the people that listen to Hospice Peterborough, to the people there at Hospice that just continuously um, support it. I know, and I know our volunteers um, have done a great job supporting it. And thank you to every single person who's listened to an episode and thought Mm -hmm. of a friend or a relative or a colleague or a neighbor, and they pass it on because that's, that's what we hope for. We just, we, we hope that these will serve and support people uh, when they need it. So thank you for people for listening. And um, we hope that you will continue that in season two.
Yeah. And I, I, I think hospice is planning to maybe sort of play some repeats over the summer uh, just to just to keep it um, uh, flowing. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to be back in September with some new episodes. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening to What Now on the Threshold of Life, Death, and Grief. What Now is produced in partnership with Hospice Peterborough. Music is by Paradise Garage, and technical support provided by Sean and Jonah Heikert. What Now is recorded at Thin Spaces Studios. You can find more episodes of What Now for free on most major podcast platforms, including Spotify, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, and Overcast. If you want to support us, please follow and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And tell your friends, it does make a difference.